Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Good Hang, episode 45. My name's Nathan. My name is John. And today on the show, we have a very, very <sighs> special guest. I'm not even kidding when I say I feel like a giggly schoolgirl. I, I, I still feel that. Yes. I still feel molested but in a nice way like yeah yeah gently gently violated yeah yeah so today we have mentalist illusionist magician whatever it is you want to call this wizard um christopher kwong and he uh he, he basically told us his uh story of how he got to do magic what being a magician is like because that's just a life you know yep and he he also decided to blow our minds for a quick second and demonstrated I don't even know how to set this trick up. I'm just going to say... Just, just wait for listening. it to happen. I think it's like at the 40, 30 or 5 or 40 minute mark, but what, like... Yeah, whatever I it is. I don't know wait, how it's going to play in audio, but oh my god, I'm still fucking freaking out about it. When the trick happens, you'll know it, and it is unreasonable. I, I cannot reason it. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, we answer your questions, we get into all the stuff that you asked us, um, really interesting stuff there. And yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Tweet at us. Uh, check out Chris on Instagram at chrisquang.mr. And uh, check out We Are Confidence on YouTube. Check them out on just all the social yeah. media nonsense. As usual, all that stuff is in the show notes. Yeah. So join us as we enter this very interesting and geeky and wonderful world of magic here in Singapore and abroad. I feel like this episode needs like its own inbuilt smoke machine. Yeah, that would like, be so smoke good. Smoke just comes out of the earbuds anytime like magic shit happens. That'd be good. We like send them out like don't listen to this until you play the smoke machine. You're a wizard, Chris. All right. From <laughs> Satan. <laughs> and also write the name of someone who means a lot to you. Okay. okay. Just burn it into your head, shut the book, make sure okay, that you can't see it. Just a very simple image, yeah? Yeah. I'm so scared. I am kind of scared. <laughs> In the name of someone who means a lot to you. Have me. you started reading our minds already? Uh, <laughs> Please don't. This may not work, so if, if uh, it doesn't, then yeah. Alright. Done. Okay. I covered uh, it. Okay. Alright. Um, God. Can, <laughs> yeah, just put it over there. So feel the magic already, Nathan. Oh and then, my uh, Nathan, hang on to this. Oh I don't want. Uh, put it under your book. We may come back to it also. Oh, what goodness. the fuck? He just magicked me. I can feel it. Oh goodness. This is awesome. Is this? It's like it's like it's like you're the like what Bill Cosby is to whatever he does. <laughs> You're Sorry, doing it in comedy. Nerd, so, like, he's saying he's, he's like, the mind rapist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's slowly slipping us like little magic roofies, you know? Oh. And they're going to blow our minds in a few minutes. Oh, little magic roofies is a great name for something. For a, anything. Like a magic podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a, little magic a band. Anything. The little magic roofies. Little magic roofies. Oh. So you've taken out a couple things from your bag here. You have a, a flaming sword. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you need a chainsaw? Do you want headphones, Chris? Uh, yeah. So we'll be shouting, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You go for these guys. Okay. And already, yeah, those are yours. And you yeah, we we we've, we've pretty much started recording already, but oh, okay. uh, whatever. Because, um, <laughs> but but you know, whatever. Whatever. Is this my um, water? Is this whose water? Whoever is. Neither water? of them have been drunk. No, man, this is yours. Okay. Um... We can just take toilet breaks whenever we want. You can, you can, you can take a piss whenever you want. Yeah, just go, man. It's okay to do yeah. that in here. I mean, the carpet is going to be a little bit wet, but like, it's yeah. fine. Like we said, anything goes. Anything goes. Oh, except that I left my humidifier on, so I'm wondering what the hell that 
background noise is. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> what a pleasant humidifier. Right? It's like, bye-bye. bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank Oof. you. All right, man. What's up, Chris? Good. <laughs> Sunday afternoon of you guys. Yeah. Good, okay, so like, uh, this is a slight shift for all of us because um, so far in the show, we've gotten, you know, um, musicians, actors, like, like media personalities. But you're probably the first, like, extremely specialized performer we've had on the show. Mm-hmm. Like... I hope that's a good thing. Oh, no, I dude. Know, I am... Like, I, I, feel, I feel like a giggly little schoolgirl right now. Because I... Since I was young, I have fucking loved magic. And forever. Forever. So forever. what made you give it up? Like, Oh, no, no. I've yeah. never pursued magic in oh, my right. life. I just love it so much. Whenever I watch magic, I'm just, like, in awe of everything. It's just a fun time for the whole family. And having you here in this house right now, it makes me feel like a, a giggly little schoolgirl. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I have a magician in the house. Oh, my goodness. But um, uh, is, is magician like a, pe- a pejorative term? Like, do you prefer like illusionist? I'm or a, I mean, mind if you watch freak. my mentalist. The, the YouTube stuff, it's actually mentalism. Yeah. I yeah. don't really do uh, magic magic anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I love that stuff, but mm-hmm. I've stopped doing that since I was like, like five years ago when I made the transition to uh, just pure mind reading stuff. Was and there a moment where you changed or is it like a, was it just a gradual thing? I think it was the audience in Singapore actually because oh, like um, Singaporeans are very skeptical. Oh and, my god. Yeah. yeah. And sure. the best thing about mentalism is it plays for both audiences yeah. because mm-hmm. if you're skeptical I'm giving them pseudo answers oh I'm reading your tells uh, <laughs> that's obviously BS yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they buy into it and they're the ones who actually end up more full than <laughs> anyone else at the end of the show because they actually believe those pseudoscience stuff. Have you started reading our minds already? Mm, a little bit. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh. I feel like what? We don't need to ask questions. Like, you just know everything that's going to come out of our heads. Oh, my gosh. It's like a weird like electricity in the room. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so scared. I feel violated in a good way. Oh, goodness. But, um, Chris, if you don't mind, for the, you, you do go by Chris, right? Yeah, Chris. Okay. For the benefit of the listeners out there, can you explain sort of the difference between mentalism and magi- or illusionism? Magicianism. Um, or what is mentalism, in other words, for those who haven't watched so, a TV show? I use this line when I start every show. It's a bit of a ripoff from Darren Brown. Have you guys heard of mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Yeah. I go, my name is Christopher Kwong. I'm a mind reader. All right, not really. See, what I do is a combination of magic, psychology, and a whole lot of BS to create the illusion of being able to read minds. Excellent. Yeah, so I tell people I'm going to lie to you, and then I lie to you. Hopefully yeah, that makes me honest. Yeah. Oh, that's hey, so man, interesting. Have you seen that documentary, An Honest Liar? Yep. Uh, James, I have James Randi tattooed. What? So, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Did not spot yeah. that. He, you have the guy, <laughs> the great Randi. I, I mean, it's based on James Randi, but yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah, there's this uh, amazing documentary about um, this man who started off as a magician, but made his career more so about debunking people using techniques of magic for like more nefarious purposes. Mm. And it was an amazing documentary. So it's like people like Yuri Geller, like with the spoon thingy, or like people like faith healers, you know, mm. little things where they use tricks of magic and mentalism to exploit people negatively. Now, I've heard about that. Yeah. Isn't that something uh, Houdini did as well? Yeah. And it's thingy? actually yeah. our inspiration for confidence, you know, with the yeah. capital C-O-N. So ah. tell people it's con. It's right there, right in yeah, the middle. Right. You can't so that's, why I love, that's why I love magic. Like yeah. you're walking in there with the expectation that you are going to watch a highly skilled person perform an art form. You're not expecting going in there to have like all, like the dimensions fall in on you and mm-hmm. suddenly your world changes, you know? Like it, they can't physically alter the rules of the world. Mm-hmm. You're just using something that you've practiced for days and months and years 
and just impressing the hell out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And like um, John brought up something before we recorded, like this Pete Holmes <laughs> bit about mm-hmm. magic, saying that mag- magicians have it the toughest out of most performers because magic is the only um, performance type where the audience is trying to ruin it for themselves. Yeah. yeah. They spend the entire show just going like, nah. Mm-hmm. That ain't I can, right. I can see the strings. I can see the magnets. <laughs> the magnets. Like, is that frustrating but to I you think, at all? No, I actually teller said said the best thing about teller from Penn and Teller. Mm-hmm. Uh, best thing about magic compared to other stage art forms is that um, when you walk in and watch a musical, it's a willing suspension of, of yes. disbelief, right? You mm-hmm. go in, obviously, Lion King. That's not Simba. It's a guy in a lion suit. It's not Simba. Yeah, and it's that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was lied to. I thought there was a cat on stage singing to me about life in a circle. Dude, Simba's a cartoon. <laughs> I'm my world. Ugh. But yeah, back to what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. So, but when you go into a magic show, you can't think that way because if you do, it's not magic anymore. Like right. if I'm gonna let go of this ball, it's you have to think that it's going to crash onto the ground because of mm, gravity. Yeah. If you suspend it, disbelief, the ball floating there is not amazing at all. Right. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, it should be there because that's your yeah, this movie world, you know? Like, yeah. So you have to have that skepticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Healthy skepticism. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you walk in there like with certain rules of the world in your head and then those rules get broken. Yep. That's Pretty amazing. much, right? Oh my God. I, I can't even begin to describe. I really fucking love magic. Like, you go to my YouTube history you'll see so many magic videos just of like, I don't even know their names because like most of the times the title is just like amazing magician of like crazy magic and I'll just, I'll watch the hell out of that. Yeah, I- I've been through his YouTube history. It's like magic, magic, goats, fainting, magic, <laughs> magic, how to date girls, magic, mm. yeah. Questionable, you know. You, you but you guys know Darren Brown, right? Yes. yes. Do you think that kind of uh, magic will sell in Singapore? Because he's is a little oh, bit yeah. higher brow and have you seen his specials? I've seen bits and pieces, like some YouTube clips here and there, mostly of him like um, doing. He he's a mentalist of sorts, yeah. right? He, no, he's he is cr- he is the holy grail of mentalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I've seen the the video of him like um, teaching the guy the 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 memorization technique with the mm. pub quizzes. That was interesting. Well, that one I haven't seen. Um, yeah, the one yeah. that stands out to me is I think it's Darren Brown. The one where he's like in New York City paying for stuff with like paper, paper. blank paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That blew my mind. Mm. No, but I mean, yeah, he's yeah. moved on to like okay. The, one of my favorite bits he did was a. Uh, he had this thing called tr- Trick or Treat. So mm. it was a Halloween Ooh. special. Mm-hmm. So he tricked this uh, lady into thinking she won like a beauty spa thing, oh. whatever. So yeah. she went to the spa and was still doing her face and stuff. Uh, they were actually doing Hollywood prosthetics uh-huh. of her face. So they managed to get a mask of her face. So she went off with her daily life. And then one day uh, she was driving. Darren came out into the road and then hypnotized her. And they set up a crash site and got an actress to put on that mask. And when she came back, uh, to consciousness yeah. she was looking at herself oh no she was dead <laughs> yeah so all of the actors like the the ambulance people and all of them were they were told not to respond to her so she was like pinching herself oh, and that was the start of all his crazy stuff like he did the apocalypse I think two years ago where he convinced the guy that oh, the goodness. entire world ended his entire that's TV so show yeah. should just be called Darren Brown fucks with people yeah like that's sure. essentially what he does like yeah. he doesn't even try to impress them he just goes like how can I ruin this person's day <laughs> in the most elaborate way possible yeah, <laughs> it's he, crazy stuff and he did oh, yeah. uh, Miracles for Sale where he trained a l- regular guy to become a faith healer and mm. sent him to Texas and he like got him to get what, the blind to see what do you what do you think about faith healing um I mean when you go to church I think a lot of it is like 
cold reading and yeah. I mean when you throw that out in a room of 2,000 people there's a man here with knee problems there's gonna be that guy yeah sure do you, do you see the tech have you ever gone to a faith healing session yeah I've seen it I've seen actually like a lot of those uh, evangelistic churches in yeah, Singapore yeah. do that right so yeah. I mean sometimes I'm there I'm like oh but like you can read the techniques like oh he's yeah. doing this he's like he's but reading that tell I've I've told this to like people who uh, who are obviously believers yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. no no but he's moving in the spirit so it's different uh-huh. what the fuck does that even mean <laughs> 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 I, I, I have never personally seen one I've gone I've gotten so close yeah. but like time restraints and everything I had to leave the meeting early but I got so close to seeing a proper faith healing like he the, the, the woman even had people all up on the stage and waiting mm-hmm. and stuff um, but I've seen videos of it here and there, and I half of me wants to believe it. Half of me wants to go like, yes, there is like that mysticism involved. Um, you know, I'm sure that, you know religion has to be based on some kind of. Are you guys religious? Just to just I, make sure. <laughs> I am religious with a healthy skepticism. Okay. Like I go to church, but I'm consistently questioning. Okay. And so it's 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 like um, I I believe that people need something to believe in. But I also believe that there's no way I am definitely 100% right. Yeah. I'm a bit of a weasel, so I'm still an agnostic. I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm agnostic. I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. Yeah. Just yeah, in no. case heaven is real, I'm going <laughs> to... It's just <laughs> yeah. hedging your bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my thing, too. It's like, I'm an atheist, but it's like... Yeah. I w- but I wonder. I wonder what's out there. And I'm open to different possibilities. But for now, yeah. I'm it's fun. It's fun to think lots about. Lots of skepticism. It's fun to think about. It's boring to think that when we die, it's nothing. It's boring to think that, like, 20 million years ago, there was, like, just black rock and, you know... But you see that thing, uh, like it, so something like twenty that. million years so, ago, fine, two thousand years ago, whatever, whatever. Yes, two thousand years in. ago, there was just yeah, okay. Well, that's according to the Christian thing. Yeah, How old is the Earth according to Christian beliefs? Like five thousand, four thousand, something like that. Yeah, whatever it is, I just I would like to believe that there's more to the story. Mm. Yeah, although the story is fascinating as it is, <laughs> it's very fascinating. Yeah, we're all star stuff and all that stuff. Yes, Man. but but like magic, it's not always about the magic of it. Because I feel like religion deals with a lot of like the inbuilt, like the holy grail, pun intended, of of religion is like the miracle, mm-hmm. right? Like mm. the impossible act that converts even the most strongest of non-believers. But do you think people are are on a quest? pun intended for this holy grail <laughs> like do you, is that what you think because like <laughs> wow we went in a weird rabbit hole um yeah because i think i think uh, we talked about this before chris but I, yeah i feel like religion is born from a place of people yeah sort of like nathan maybe not boring but like are not bored by the idea of there being nothing but yeah. in despair over the idea that there's nothing i just think religion offers you a good moral code yeah it and can it, it, yeah, can. it, can, it, it can, can it can it can i mean it can also mess up your 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 morality in a huge way but it's i appreciate the community i think that's something that religion has going for it you know the the human act of religion it has community going for it yes it can be extremely negative and it can also be very positive yeah and i I support but just like that's why it's like atheist groups that do meetups and stuff Mm. it's kind of weird it's like oh let Let's all meet and let's all talk not about everyone. Yeah. Everyone loves a community. Yeah. Everyone loves a community. Everyone loves having like something to relate to, something to go back to, and like it, it's. I understand it. It mm. makes logical sense to me. Therefore, I don't ever dispute anyone else's religion. Mm. You know. Speaking of community, like we're before we recorded, we we're actually just talking about like um, weird niches in yeah. like magic. So, okay. so John and I were both. Um, 
performers, you know, mm-hmm. like and more towards like the acting y kind of mm-hmm. side the acting music y kind of things. Um I am so far removed from the magic community or like just the illusionist community in Singapore or the world. Mm-hmm. What like what's going on? Like you you blew our minds of a couple of things just like before we recorded mm-hmm. in, in terms of what exists in Singapore. Yeah. Um, I mean, we guys were looking at uh, the cardistry stuff. Yeah, cardistry. Like yeah, yeah, it's a strain of magic where I mean they're trying to separate themselves from magic now, but a lot mm. of them started from magic, and Mm-mm-mm. I think a lot of people that get into magic are very interested in like skill based hobbies. Yeah, so like kadamaing, juggling, uh. that kind of thing. It's like an obsession. Like they can practice hours and hours in one move. And that's what drives people in magic. Like I think it's just, party tricks. Yeah, <laughs> doing badass party tricks. Yep. And then some of us crazy ones say, hmm, "Maybe let's make a living out of this and piss my parents off a bit." Uh, yeah. yeah. I just like that though. Like I'm observing like the the kind of the evolution of magic throughout the centuries. It's like started off by like really trying to fool people, mm-hmm. but now I like it. Seems like it's more the skill aspect of it mm-hmm. because like I like the idea of like I'm not trying like when I'm watching magic, I'm like I am thinking like how's he doing that, but I'm also just enjoying it on just a, a base level of, mm-hmm. like. Mm. amazing but also it's like yeah. I like I like just with any performance I like um, admiring the skill that's involved so that's yeah. I like to see that evolution and stuff and I think it's being Artistry. spread out to a wider platform like this appreciation of magic like I think in the earlier days of it it was very much like David Copperfield he's gonna make this elephant disappear and I turn into David a fairy you know things like that <laughs> No, and they're very impressive but they're more so like like David Blaine, you know, he's not going to eat in a box for 20 days or something. They're very much spectacles. Mm. Yeah. And they're very much like, um, you're just watching, it's like watching Superman beat up a villain, something like that. But nowadays, they're moving closer towards looking at it as an art form and a skill. They even have like the um, Penn and Teller show Fool Us, yeah. where the entire premise Great of show. the show yeah. is breaking down the skill and how how far their technique is in, this, in their magic tricks, you know? Like, it's a, it, the whole premise of the show is, Magicians from all over the world do a trick in front of Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller try to break it down. If they know how, if they know how they did it, they don't f- they get fooled. And if Penn and Teller are fooled, they get a place in their Vegas show. Well, that's brilliant. Yeah. yeah they, they so get it's, to open the show it, it goes to show like how like even mass culture has uh, had a very different appreciation for magic now because this show is entirely focused on the skill aspect of it. You know, mm-hmm. like how skilled are you as a magician? Um, how long have you practiced this craft and how innovative are you in like but I mean even with the although it's like skill based when it comes to performance you gotta know like um, where to draw the line because mm. it could just be showing off I mean even in music like mm. it could be a crazy good guitarist yeah. and if you're just doing solos all yeah. the time it's like What's that about? But what's, what's, the, what's, the, yeah. what's the magic equivalent of the 50-minute guitar solo? Um, <laughs> just constantly doing flourishes that are not needed. I mean, like coin uh, flourishes. And I mean, there's a place for everything, but right, right, sometimes right. if it's too much. and Or, or even the, the way you perform it. Some magicians are very condescending. Uh-huh. Like the, yeah, so if you, you don't want that. And I mean, if you watch the whole uh, YouTube, my first episode, the pilot thing with Ben mm-hmm. and Sandra... Just YouTube it. Yes, we are confident in the show notes. I watched that about an hour ago. It was amazing. (laughs) And can I just say, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time because I'm like, this guy could potentially destroy three of the most beautiful things in the world. (laughs) (laughs) You got Sandra, you got Ben, and you got an Aston Martin. I'm like, "Ah!" (laughs) for the love of God, I've never wanted a magic trick to work more. Yeah, so like when I was writing Uh, that, I was thinking, hmm, how can it not be like, oh, look at me drive blindfolded. So mm -hmm. I sort of steered it in a way, oh, you know, uh, when you're connected to someone, you won't hurt that person. So it's Uh more about Ben and Sandra rather than 
So it's just, and I'm I'm super interested, and you can like not get into it and not get into it as much as you want. But like, so in that thing, you're, you 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 take uh, as the video is going on in this particular video, you pause, you freeze it, and explain what's going on. Yeah. How quote unquote honest are you being with the audience at that point? hundred percent bullshit. Hundred percent audience. Yeah. Hundred percent bullshit. Hundred percent bullshit. I'll put it out there right now. Hundred percent bullshit. Yeah. I'm totally fine telling people that magic is not real. Yeah. <laughs> no. So you're so like one thing I remember is like oh now that Ben's on my arm I can kind of feel through his reactions which way to go and shit like that right so yeah. that's bullshit. Hundred percent. Amazing. I do like uh, I do nothing. Nothing I do has real danger in it. Okay. We never oh, ever, yeah yeah uh, want to do that. Right. And, and that's the part that's so fascinating because yeah. you're watching this the whole time and like the dumbest comments are always the ones that oh this is very dangerous this is very dangerous yeah. not, if there was an element of danger you wouldn't be doing this all the willow fans were like what if he can't say it really mm, I felt yeah. kind of mean so I had to do like I had to write a comment back like nothing we do is real yeah. and it's an illusion but of that's danger. the fascinating yeah. part because at least when I was watching it and like I, I like to think I'm a person of above slightly above average intelligence <laughs> the whole time I'm watching it I'm like I cannot think of more than I can't even think of a single way that he could be doing this with zero element of danger, and that's just like the fascinating hook. I love it. I fucking love magic. And I it, can't like, kill Sandra, right? Yeah, <laughs> you can't, no, yeah, you can't like, kill Sandra. And I, like, I would put the car first. <laughs> that's the most important. And then Ben and Sandra like tied. Yeah. No, but like that's why a lot of magicians, like Penn and Teller, especially disagree with what um, David Blaine has been doing. You know, like mm. when he really sticks a needle into his arm, mm-hmm. like. Like, is is he really magic? doing that? He's really doing that. See, I I want to believe so, he's not. No, no, no. He really like the Ricky uh, Gervais um yeah, comment the tr- at the end. Yeah, was the best thing. Whatever he did, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. It's either the best illusion ever. It's like he's like it's like a guy coming on stage and say I'm gonna saw my leg off, and he really just saw his leg. <laughs> and and he just pulls off. Pulls off. <laughs> it's like what's David doing? He just went for lunch now. He just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you think do you think that's important though to like? like push the boundaries or, or help define what magic or what good magic is what do you mean because like, like like uh, that that story of David Blaine reminds me of a story from the acting community where uh, mm-hmm. I think it was Dustin Hoffman was on set with like Peter O'Toole or something I can get them both actors completely wrong yeah. but he goes he had a scene where he had to be like exhausted like physically exhausted so he ran a mile mm-hmm. and yeah. came back and ran to the set I mean, is, is that Marathon it? Man, yeah. And then Peter O'Toole, whoever this uh, senior actor was, like, "What did you do?" He's like, "Oh, I had to." Be, and then it's Dustin like Hoffman, acting, right? Sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman is very well known for method acting. He yeah. did Kramer versus Kramer with Meryl Streep, and during a very emotional scene. By the way, they both won Oscars for mm-hmm. that. During a very emotional scene, um, before the take, he started bringing up Meryl's um, ex-husband who had died or something mm-hmm. like that, basically taunting her. Yeah. And creating the real anger. anger. Yeah. yeah, and they both won Oscars for it because it was a very real emotional moment. But at it's what cost? A, exactly. They, they yeah. haven't acted together since. They don't even talk so to each other. So as actors, what do you guys think about that? Is that like, well, that's the thing. Well, well just yeah. to finish my story real yeah, quick. Yeah. So he Whoops. ran around. <laughs> it felt like the end, but it wasn't. Yeah. So he ran around, yeah. did the thing, about to do the take. Uh, the older actor, I think it was Peter O'Toole or something like that, goes, mm-hmm. what did you do? And he goes, oh, I had to be tired, so I ran around. And then the older actor goes, oh, why don't you just try acting, old boy? Yeah. So it's the same kind of idea. It's yeah. like, okay, so you poked the fucking thing through your thing well good for you yeah you're not really there's no craft there is that sort of like it is a craft like yeah. he can it's endurance i guess but he's, yeah. he's built his body in a way that he can do shit like that it's not my style of magic but i know a lot of magicians who like it and a lot of magicians who don't mm. yeah, so david blaine what the stuff that he does like the physical stuff that he does it's so like for real. example like pumping his own stomach with shit ton of water is yeah. that all real yeah the goodness me you guys saw the TED talk like the one where he held his breath yeah. for real yeah Goodness, how long did he hold it for? I can't remember right now, but he, yeah. And the, but there was a thing where he pumped his stomach so full of water that he was able to continuously spit out water for like a good three, four minutes. 
Good times. Yeah. Oh, you just, did it on Jimmy Kimmel, right? Yeah. Like, at, at some point, it's just like... I mean, I, I think it helps a little bit mm-hmm. because it pushes that boundary, like John said, that boundary of belief. Yeah. Of like what magic could be. Or it helps create taste as well. It's like, okay, that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not my thing. It's like, it's like uh, uh, the Burt Wonderstone movie. Oh god, I've yeah. seen it, but I don't. You're you're, that you're movie. Steve Carell in this situation, mm-hmm. and David Blaine is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Don't ever watch it. It's a waste of time. <laughs> Jim Carrey was Christopher Angel, right? Was like, Jim Carrey is a Chris Angel character. And, yeah. Um, freak. Steve Carell and uh, what's his name? Steve Buscemi were like the. I the, disagree the with magicians. like David Blaine, but then again, you can't disagree with success, right? That yeah, was like one exactly. Of the best, exactly. Like, TV He's, specials yeah. ever, so I'm probably wrong. But yeah, I think it's it's all a matter. It's not of my case. style. Yeah, it's, it's not all my a matter because like I would try to come up with a way to pretend to do that. Like, yeah, isn't yeah. it a lot easier? Yeah, yeah you think. But okay, like, where did all this come from? Like, where did this obsession with magic? I would like to think most magicians are obsessed. Mm. Um, there's no way that you could be a like a working performing magician and not be completely consumed by it. But where did this obsession come from? Where did it? stem from so um my family a lot of them do magic and holy like, shit so i grew up in that environment and then when i was 13 i did my first show in high school mm-hmm. like so i did it was a terrible act terrible, <laughs> terrible what act. was the trick yeah, i started off with like a piece of tissue disappeared it and became a rose and then from the rose i pulled out red lights and it's that's a, very, a solid fucking trick it's a very cheesy it's like yeah that's a classic act like yeah. and uh, I used to like buy VHS and watch uh, Jeff McBride and learn like right. uh, his entire ring routine and do it like exactly the same. Uh, yeah, because uh. I still, you know, you're still yeah, yeah, going yeah. through phases, finding yourself, and then I didn't really give up on. I, I mean, I didn't really pursue it full time, but I was always into it. And then uh, I was working backstage for my for a lot of magic shows, and then I fell back into it before before army uh-huh. and during army got two years of just. Around. Yeah, so <laughs> I got back into performing again, and then I went to uni in Australia, in Sydney, yeah. Yeah, in Sydney, still did magic when I was there, and then when I came back, I was like, you know what, let's just try it in Singapore, let's just see how it goes, I mean, yeah. there's no one really, really doing it over here, I mean, the last... Kiki? Big, yeah, uh, Kiki, yeah, the big ones were uh, JC Sum, yeah. and Magic Babe Ning, but yeah. I thought, like could do a lot better they're very yeah. showy they're, they're yeah. the David Copperfield era of magicians yeah, yeah. So, I feel like you, you bring a different kind of like just audience in general Like I feel like that's more of like the 50 um, year old casino goers magic mm-hmm. you know not like <laughs> I love that, I but you, I mean, I, I wanted to just try something, especially with, like, YouTube blowing up in Singapore, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, YouTube stars now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and some of the content on YouTube and the stars are quite questionable, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and because, yeah. like, I'm a huge comedy fan, like, yeah. a lot of musicians oh, are into stand-up comedy, so, like, we're all very, 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 very critical of comedy. Hey, man, half of the performance is in the delivery. Yeah, of, like, exactly. Like, not just what you do with your hands, but how you mislead and... And like subvert that uh, verbal expectation, even like that's what comedy is. Right? So yeah. I'm guessing I'm guessing you know who Justin Wilman is, then, right? Yeah, he's Wilman. probably my favorite comedian and magician right yeah, now. Yeah. He's so great. You know Justin Wilman? I am unaware. Oh, oh, he's great. Stone people. That's the latest one. Seen I haven't one. seen that one. That one's so like he was in a, a medical marijuana store and he was just like throwing paper over people's head. <laughs> going get out of here! Just get out of here! Yeah. Uh, Justin Wilman's so great. And a really good one now is. Uh, I mean, going back to where mm-hmm. I just wanted to take magic away from that showy, showy mm-hmm. thing. So there are a lot of like good, good magic coming out now. Like uh, this guy, Michael Cabanero. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Cabanero effect no. from True TV? So it's like a 
hidden camera magic show. Mm. So people don't even know they're on a magic show. So he'll pretend to be like um, working in a toy store yeah. and like there's to- uh, parts of a, t- a toy bear everywhere and he right. said he asked people, could you just put it together? Let's assemble it. And he opens up the box and it's like a uh, robotic heart. Yeah. He puts it in and then a the bear becomes a real thing. And yeah. People are like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so, I, I feel yeah. like if I'm not aware I'm being performed to, like I feel like if I were, if someone were magicking me without my, without my prior knowledge, I wouldn't be able to deliver the same, like, response that they would like. You know when you're watching a show, you're, like, you're geared to clap at any any moment. Yeah. Or just geared to go, like, that's amazing. But, like, if a store clerk were to suddenly go, like, here's your change, boof, it's all coins now. You know, like, just by, like, rubbing it into his hand <laughs> or something. You just be like... I think it's not so uh, fun to be the actual audience, but yeah. it's fun to be the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. of the audience. But the actual yeah. audience is confusing. Yeah. It's, like, it's really confusing, okay. but it's funny. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think magic is moving in di- that direction because no one wants to see big boxes and like swords going through it. Yeah, yeah. it's just not yeah. it's not yeah. hip anymore, right? It's yeah. not the cool part. It'll probably come back like in ten years' time or something like Everything that. But, in cycles, man. Yeah, but right now it's all about they call it in magic organic. Like mm. organic, yeah. So, yeah. oh, let me pick up this piece of tissue right now and do something with this, you know. Or but see, like, doesn't that coke. have some, some, like, a fraction to, to attribute to David Blaine's success, where he's yeah. taken magic to a very, like, the complete opposite of the spectrum of the David Copperfields of the yeah. world, you know, where he just takes it all the way to just literally to the streets. And that's why his first special was crazy. Yeah, like, no one has seen that before. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, going in the streets, biting a quarter and mm-hmm. spitting it back on. Yeah. Um, levitating on the streets turning like, coffee into coins yeah like he created a whole genre of magic yeah. and that's all credited to David Blaine yeah. yeah as much as magicians sometimes hate on him because yeah. he's not the best in terms of skill mm. and I mean but he created an entire genre and he knows how to do TV magic yeah like, yeah Magicians don't understand. Everyone's keyboard warriors and stuff, right? Yeah, you can't deny yeah. success, and you yeah. can't deny someone that's reached those kind of heights. Like yeah. you don't ever watch this stuff and just go like, "That was complete shit." Yeah. It might not have been perfect, yeah. but it wasn't like you know that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah and also we're like layman's, you know, because I like I like it how it's interesting with any community or any industry. It's like. There's the stuff that's on the level, like, like everyone knows David Blaine, right? Yeah. But like half the people you've mentioned, I've never heard of before. And yeah. I'm sure these are the more talented, the more underground, the more like less TV friendly, whatever it is, yeah. but the more talented, right? Yeah. And that's always interesting. I always love delving into that kind of yeah. stuff, which I'm going to do. That's why I'm taking all these tests. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I but, know what but, I'm doing for the rest of the day. We, we, we kind of buried the lead here, like over yeah. the last 10 minutes. But you mentioned that you were raised in a family of magicians. Yeah. How... Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Like, w- was there like an immaculate conception or something like that? And uh, you, you were you came from the clouds. <laughs> my, <laughs> my uncle and cousin they do a magic show, and my cousin right now she's still a professional magician. Mm-hmm. So, but she does more illusion act. So I right. grew up around huge illusions. Like the first ever uh, trick I saw is the impale. So like, we oh, put wow. a girl on top of it. no one's who's the, who's first trick is to see yeah. that. Right? So that's the first magic trick. Not even a quarter behind the ear. Yeah, <laughs> impale like impaling a lady. So like, I Your grew cousin. up around that like huge <laughs> illusion stuff, and then yeah, so I was always around uh, magic, and it kind of helped me grow because like they worked with a lot of top uh, magic guys yeah, and, yeah. from the US as consultants and stuff. So I got to hang out with. Like magicians who were huge names like Johnny uh, Thompson, Banachek. Mm-hmm. If you saw Banachek yeah, in yeah, yeah. Honest Liar, so I actually hung out with him. There you go. Yeah, we it's went to the Magic sick. Castle together. It was oh, crazy. How what? Yeah. How is the Magic Castle? This is yeah. what I mentioned it's, to Nathan last night. I was yeah. like, man, I can't wait to talk about the Magic Castle. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if he's been there. Okay, yeah, so so to everyone out there that has no idea what the Magic. First of all, 
Jeez, I'm sorry. Welcome to episode 45. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 45 of um, Good Hang Podcast. With us in studio is Christopher Kwong, mentalist, magician, illusionist, general mind blower. Um, check him out on um, YouTube under We Are Confidence or just check out his website, ChristopherKwong.com. All in the show notes, of course. Uh, we're calling him the, the, the mental rapist, right? That's what we're calling him. <laughs> yes, yes, he's All the mental right. rapist. You can take that. You can have yeah. that. He's the Bill Cosby of magic. Yeah, he's, <laughs> the, he's the Bill Cosby of mentalism. Um, and yes, anyway, where were we? Magic Castle. Yeah. Explain to the dear listeners out there what this Magic Castle is. The world-famous Magic Castle mm-hmm. is located in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and um, it's an invite-only club. Mm. Uh, but you could get your friends in if you're a member, and to be a member, you have to be a big name. Yeah. it's so interesting. Um, yeah, so you go there, you have to dress up. You ha- It's every night when you go, you have to wear, if you're a girl, you have to wear a proper dress, and guys have to be in suits and ties. A full suit, like not even jeans and a jacket. No, no. Like <laughs> if not, they'll suit. give you a tie. So to remind, And the tie that you're going to wear. What if you're Chris Angel? Uh, you still have to wear a tie and jacket. Yeah, oh, He's always in denim, though. Yeah, no, he wears, actually, I saw him in a castle. He was in all black. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> and then you go in there, um, you sign your name in, you go up to a bookshelf, say, Open Sesame. No way! Yeah, really, the bookshelf's, opens you go in and you see all these world-class magicians just hanging out and like as a Good magician Lord. it blows it's, it's insane yeah. like it's, oh my it's, so like, it's, like, it's yeah. like a treehouse full of magicians yeah. but it's like part, part club part performance venue right yeah. there's usually a show so you right? can see um close there's close-up acts there is stage acts and there is a general bar area where people just jam magic that's so jam cool. magic yeah. magic jams dude yeah so That's yeah so they cool. actually have like magic jam sessions so people just sit around what and is a show magic each jam? like we just show each other ideas talk ideas it's like yeah. you take strawberry preserves uh-huh. and then you do a thing and then it's blueberry uh, magic jam yeah <laughs> i it. think it's like kind of like music jam sessions yeah. like we sit around hey check out this move and then we'll be like you know what would be cool if you combine this with oh, that so you like then, start riffing on a move yeah so everyone just Dang. it's always at like for us we do it at holland village so if any yeah, magicians yeah, yeah. are listening you want to come out and hang out with us i'm so gonna there. hang out i'm not a magician yeah. i'm gonna fucking hang out all day though so is, is holland village like the magician's club of singapore uh <laughs> not really we just are always there at the starbucks just uh. working ideas yeah and actually i got uh for ben and Sandra, after doing the episode, I got them tickets to go to the Magic Castle. Oh no, shit! Yeah. But apparently, they got they had a bad night, like because like sometimes the performance are not really good. It, it, oh, really? It's really up to luck because it's a bad trip. Because yeah, you don't even it's not like they advertise who's playing that. Yeah, they so just like, go in there. They didn't have, they didn't really enjoy themselves apparently, so I felt kind of bad. Yeah, it still must be a one of a kind of. Experience. I would have just been happy to. Th- yeah, so like in the Magic Castle. Um, the last time I was there, I saw the best card magician ever mm. in my life. His name, I think, is Richard Turner. Okay. Yeah. So he, he starts his act. He's wearing sunglasses. Um, I was sitting next to Benacek. So we were mm. sitting there. It's a tiny mm. room, 10 people. And uh, he was just start. Uh, all right, you, ma'am, could you name a number from 1 to 52? He said 34. He cuts straight to 34 cards. He asks you to count Fuck. 34 cards. Great. You do that for like five minutes. Next thing you say, let's play a game of blackjack. Can you shuffle the deck? Shuffle it. It takes it back. And he says, okay, great. Uh, how many players do you want? We say five players. We mm-hmm. say, uh, which player do you want to win? Mm-hmm. We say player three, and player three always wins. And here's the trippy part. So he was getting a volunteer. He pointed at Banachek. It's like, uh, you, sir, uh, could you... Uh, what's your name? He's like, Banachek. He was like, what? My Banachek? Dad's like, what do you mean? He removed his glasses. He's actually blind. Oh, 
Yeah, so he's a blind card magician. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So like bicycles sends him decks and everything to like he, he can he he says he can feel like Oh goodness. What card it what like if oh I can feel the ace of spades. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. But but just by listening yeah. to that story, like it's it's an amazing trick, but it's also remarkably simple. Yeah. And I feel like the, some of the best magic tricks, some of the most effective magic tricks, um, they have that going on for them where the concepts are so simple, even like a, a four-year-old child could appreciate yep. it. It's mm. more the execution of it that just like sends your mind going into 7,000 different directions. So like that to me seems like a huge wall, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of like the, the art of um, creating tricks, innovating on different tricks, or like just kind of come up with a solid 20 minute act. Yeah. Like how do you um, create or how do you like, how do you, how do you start to form a routine and like with that mindset of trying to make things as palatable, as simple as possible without having it be muddied or overcomplicated or like too, as you said, like too many flourishes and magic-y things. Going For us, on. like, when I work with Jean, like, okay, I'll use the Channel 5. Oh, yeah, I'm on Channel 5 on Wednesday. Hey, <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, Wednesday. So, um, he has a partner. Um, Jean-Christophe. Yeah. Jean-Christophe. So, like, unlike John Cancio, it's Jean. This, yeah. he, he spells he's it the fancy way. than me. He yeah. spells it the fancy way. And, and he's always in a hat. Yes, yeah. the duo of We Are Confidence. You guys so, appeared in Not The uh, Five Show. Yeah, Not The Five Show. It's on Wednesday, I believe, or Thursday, one of those days. It's airing yes. this Thursday. Yeah, I think so. So, if... You're listening to this, guys. It's out either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's this show is coming out on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So we, how John and I work is we start with a team, mm. and then we reverse engineer. So we'll come up with what we want to be the final effect. Oh, right? that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then we work backwards. So, um, we did this thing. Uh, so the guy called us. Say, hey, can you come on the show? Uh, the the whole team is about um technology. Mm. So we're like, hmm. What should we do? So we decided to. We actually came up with a trick in like a, in an hour. Wow! Yeah, with two with help from Harapan, one of the best card magicians in Singapore, mm. Asia, and uh, Ronan, our consultants for the show. Mm. And we decided to come up with our own VR goggles. Nice. Yeah, but it's just complete. It's a total parody on the Oculus Rift. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it's like crappy 3D glasses. We popped it out yeah. and then uh, we put strings on it. And <laughs> yeah, so we, we called it the VR Triplomatic 2000. Nice. Uh-huh. So we got people to put it on and it's connected to the box. So how it worked, it was, uh, it's actually just a prediction trick, uh-huh. but we just put in... This headset is essentially a piece of paper. Yeah. Okay. No, the headset uh, is connected to a box and in the box is a prediction. That's, oh, that's, okay, okay, that's okay. the trick. Right. But we decided to do it another way. We say... Whatever we put in there, people will we'll let, see. We'll see that. Yeah, yeah. So um, we said we got this girl up. She sat down, and then we're like, okay, we need you to uh, to take a dream trip mm-hmm. to anywhere in the world. And we're like, okay, we're gonna turn on the machine. Where are you at? She's like France. I was like, look around you. Look around you. Are you in France? She was like, um, no. That's like, just make it up. So it's a whole bit. Like, it's a comedy bit. I uh, love that stuff. Yeah, love the mixing together. Yeah, so That's just great. Make it, just make it work. So um. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we uh, when we opened the box, all the details match, whatever she said nice. on her dream trip. That's the basic premise. But it's all about working backwards for us. Uh. So it, we just take a prediction. It's If we work from the front to the back, we would never come up with that because yeah. it's just a regular prediction box. That's, Interesting. That's the whole idea of that trick. But to do it reverse engineered where we say that you are going to get feed you information yeah yeah, right yeah so it's all reverse engineering nice you guys gotta tune in to check that out well here's my question it's been like it's been on my mind a little bit so 
uh, I, and again, I don't know too much about yeah. magic today, but like, so when it comes to mentalism, I always had this impression that like, um, that the illusionist or the mentalist is being like the concept of honesty and magic is something interesting to me, I, yeah. I think. And so it's like, so for example, with, with Darren Brown, how much is he hiding from like, how much of the trick is stuff that he's hiding and not telling you about? You know what I mean? Like, for example, yeah. like before in the old days, you'd be like, I can't tell you anything. I, the way I do all these tricks are complete secret. The magician's code. It's the magician's code, blah, 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 like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So now how does that work in terms of like the psychology aspect and stuff? Like, cause there is like, as you said, like yeah. there's some of the stuff is complete bullshit. And like, what's the stuff that you can tell or what stuff, like, is there a lot of stuff that you cannot tell that will absolutely ruin the trick? I guess is what I'm trying to get at. Well, for me, like, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's enough, but I always start with my show with a little disclaimer. Mm. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. And then when I go into the show, I provide all these explanations mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. makes people go, should I believe him or not? That's all I That's, want people to come right. up with. Like, just being unsure, and but still skeptical of what I did. Mm-hmm. So like, no way, he kind of told me how it's done, right? Like, yeah. And there are times where I actually tell you how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Just to just throw in a curveball. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so that's for, for me. And I hope that sort of solves the morality of lying. Because yeah. if I tell you from the start, I'm going to lie to you, you know yeah. what's Yeah, like happen. I said, it's a, it's yeah. a better mindset, I yeah. think, to experience it is when, yeah. you're, when you're in it's that when you, mindset. It's, it's when you yeah. can appreciate the skill. It's like um, Penn and Teller, they usually do their acts with like completely clear props. Like yeah. the ball trick right. yeah, or yeah, the blast yeah, yeah. off trick. They'll do certain acts. They'll do it once over as a routine and then they'll subvert expectations by doing it one more time this time with completely transparent equipment yeah. like literally glass or plastic equipment that you can see where they're moving where they're putting their hands when, you're, when the yeah, audience yeah, is yeah, looking yeah. and like that's when it breaks everything down to like this is something we practiced for that's, like and that's days cool. and yeah, weeks that's cool. and months man you, you watch a lot of magic I watch fact, a lot you know, of magic like blast off like that, that, I, I, watch, are, like, I watch a lot I'm not even kidding man hands, yeah not fucking so, kidding man yeah. <laughs> I'm all about that. okay speaking of um, magic and my obsession say I was a girl at a bar yeah <laughs> um, what is your entry level I'm sorry that's poor choice of words what is your uh, how what do you is, enter yes no. how do you enter a girl with <laughs> mind but with magic yeah. <laughs> okay like what, what is and like, I'm inside you <laughs> What is, the, what is the uh, icebreaker trick that you would pull out? Do you even do that no, stuff? No, I don't do that. Yeah. Like, it's it's no? like so cheesy. Like, like, uh, it's like, you don't uh, do that? Like, you go up to a, a girl in a bar and just take a guitar out. You're like, what the fuck? No, but gonna, see, like, look that's, at that's, this guy. You know, like, uh-huh. I feel like... Yeah. You guys are losers because I can go up to a girl and make her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like with music, yeah. it's it, that's very cheesy. Like, I feel yeah. like music is something that you can only show off very subtly. Yeah. Like, if someone catches you singing in the di- like um, by the beach or something, some nonsense like that. But with magic, you know, as, as, as you said, like, people get obsessed with, like, learning skill tricks. Yeah. And they are very deeply rooted in, like, the party trick, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you, you have to have party tricks, you know? I mean, like, when you have friend gatherings yeah. and they go like, oh, Chris, do the thing, do the thing. Yeah, What's yeah. your, the thing? Yeah. I mean, they don't call you the Bill Cosby of magic for nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I really don't do a lot of magic tricks when I'm with my friends, to be honest. Yeah. Because... Like, they like, just don't care anymore. Yeah, no one cares anymore. <laughs> and, like, I don't do magic tricks at all, even at bars and mm-hmm. all that. Like, I've, and actually, all my magician friends, none of them do that, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is it a question of, like, you can't always be on? Like, you need to be have a real, you need to be a real person sometimes? I'm not even kidding, that's secretly disappointing to me. <laughs> yeah. No, like, <laughs> or is it a trick? No, like, uh, yeah, what do you want to do? I think? can't remember which magazine asked me, they're like, uh, so, um, 
magic must give you a lot of girls. So yeah, the, this is the the SM was it? The yeah, yeah. Then I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, no, if you want to get laid, be a musician. Like, yeah, that's really the the way to get this girls. This guy knows. Yeah. I feel like magic is no, not true. I feel like magic is like you can boggle somebody and have keep their attention for like a good hour. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately they, there is that like element of distrust. Maybe that's why it doesn't happen so much. Yeah. No, I think I don't do it also because it will feel like I'm at work. You know, yeah, like, yeah it's kind of yeah. like ah, oh, kind of gross. And then like, I'm, yeah. and a lot of what I say when I'm working is all not true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. I guess moral of the story: if you see Chris at a bar, like don't expect him to you know make your pants disappear of his mind or something. No, but I mean, I, I, I will show you magic if I know you already. It's mm. not like an icebreak if I don't know you because I don't right, want to be right, that right. guy. But like, yeah. um, yeah, like uh, when I, I saw Tabitha the, like last uh-huh, time in a yeah. bar and I, I did this thing where I got her number. Uh. Yeah, like, that's just because like, this right, trick. Right, like, right, and you had known her already or but this is before you guys met? Uh, this was like when we just started. Like the first, I met this is the second time. Right, so yeah. I don't have your number. We were going to exchange numbers because we we're going to work on a project. Uh-huh. And I was like, it's all right. Let me just try something with you oh, and so get smooth, your number though. instead. Yeah. So smooth. Wait, so, can you actually do that? Can you? Yeah, 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 we can. I can actually teach it to you after the show. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, can you Can you tell me what my phone number is? Um, Actually, I don't have your number, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, it's, it's happening, you guys. You don't have my number. Um, I can, but... Do you want me to announce your phone number on air? Yes. That is, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Okay, how about that? We'll, we'll bleep out the... the no, the, why don't we just try something else, okay? Since I right, got fine. stuff here. Fine, let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Okay, um, so um, special yeah. edition of Game Time. Instead yeah. of us playing a game with the guests, he's going to play a game with us. Okay. Game Time. Game Time. Okay, but I will try something, okay? This is... I've not done this before. I will mm. start it with... Um, with you yes okay Okay. so Chris has handed have John you, yeah. a a copy of the Da Vinci Code by right. Dan Brown uh, good hard book. copy have edition I have a okay, couple could times. you just yes. flip through it and make sure it's a real book I mean it's new because it's actually a, a book I use in performance yeah. I can't bring out yep. it's yep. a hard yep. copy yep. read a couple of lines standard standard make sure it's real okay oh, it's good. yes yes he judgmentally placed in many of his Vatican works hidden symbols that were far from holy of all the lines to read in this book that's how you know exactly what book this is it's definitely <laughs> right. the Da Vinci and, and this is the original uh, the original cover not the one of Tom Hanks's weird hair yep. Yep. hard cover hard yes. cover okay. we'll start with you okay, okay. Um, could you just open the book to any page and find a conversation between two characters so open and close and the quote, quotation marks here okay Alright, got it. Alright, um, from like from the quotation, from the line, I want you to pick up a nice $3 word. So something long, don't choose someone's name or uh, anything like that. Have you got it? Yep, got it. Okay, mm. shut the book up. Okay. Okay, um, I'm gonna, I need you to think of the word right now, okay? Okay. I'm gonna try and read your mind. Okay. Um, concentrate on this word. Mm-hmm. You're kind of hard to read. You're a bit skeptical. <laughs> You're a bit skeptical. Uh... Okay. Uh, this may be, may be fucked up. Oh, I'm just looking. You know what? My, my face right now, I'm just like in wonderment. <laughs> I don't think this will... Uh, what, what's the... You know, we'll try something else. What's what's the word? That, the, the the word? Yeah. I can tell you the word? Yeah. Just it was just, unthinkable. Unthinkable? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's fine. Uh, I'll come back to you. Never mind. We'll use, we'll use Nathan first, okay? Okay. We'll just change. Can All you right. just take the book? Yeah. Okay, flip to any page you want. We'll do. Okay. Got one. Um, I can't breathe. Find, find a nice long word, not a character's name, mm-hmm. not a, um, not a. Uh, I like got it. Therefore, I got it. Shut the book up. I got it. Let now, me just memorize the page just in case. Okay. You got the word. Got the word. Okay. Now, I want you to think of an animal that starts with that letter. 
Well, of the first word of the of the letter. The first letter. Yeah, of first letter. Got word. it. Yeah, you got it. Got it. Okay, concentrating the animal. Concentrating okay. the animal. Gonna try. This is gonna be terrible. Can I look at what you're? He's drawing. Can I? Can I look? Yeah. He's writing something. Drawing something. Okay. Don't tell Nathan what I'm drawing yet. Not telling Nathan at all. What's happening? I'm so scared. He's okay. <laughs> okay. What? What's the animal? I I thought of a fox. Oh, look at my fox. That's not pretty good right now. Mm, it's a no. decent fox. It's a four-legged, oh, it's a four-legged, four-legged creature. You know what? I just want to think be. of the word, okay? okay. I was just fucking around with that, okay? Okay. Um, Could be a bird. I'm going to try with you, okay? So concentrate on your word. Concentrate. Now, I want to imagine a nice board, okay? You're going out to write yes. that word on the, All right. Imagining on the board, okay? It's funny, writing. you're thinking of a white board, right? Yes. Think of a blackboard instead. Okay, okay so, so I'm back in short. primary one and two. Yeah. All right. Okay, stop. Have you got the word done? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The board's very high. I'm I'm just a small six-year-old child. Okay. Right. Got to get the chalk, writing it out. It's a long word. Yeah. And it is written. Do you see your chubby hands? Is that like... Yeah, like my chubby little hands writing the chalk. Right, I just want you to just concentrate right now. Are you thinking of... There's no way I can know this, right? There's no way. (laughs) Flabbergasted. You motherfucker! (laughs) You motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I'm going to check. I can believe it. um, I'm so sorry I messed up with you. That's okay. Your word was unthinkable, right? So we'll just try something else now. Okay, I need you to, instead of of a word, I want you to think of an image that you, that, uh, think of an image, a simple image, okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Now just draw it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my head, yes. Yep. Okay. Or just stop right there. It's not done yet, right? You just yeah, nah, not quite. It's quite geometric, right? In the sense that simple shapes. Mm, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's interesting. Are you drawing a flower <laughs> of some sort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just to make up for it. And you see, I think I'm really in sync with you guys. I've been talking to you guys for what forty eight minutes, yeah. And yeah. six seconds right now. Yeah, yeah. Now I need you to think of a person who means a lot to you. Okay. okay? Okay, this this is to make up for not getting the word okay. unthinkable just now. Um, okay, I, I, well, names I don't usually get spot on, but you got the name. Yeah. Okay, now when you imagine that she. Yeah. It's a. It's I a mean, girl. maybe. Hey, <laughs> if she is um, standing right here right now. Okay. Okay. You see how he gave away information, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's good. It's good. Um, and you're gonna introduce her to me. Okay. okay? So just voice it out in your head. Okay, just imagine, say, hey, Chris, this is Kara. Mm-hmm. Kara. Kara? Close. What's her name? Her name's Coral? Coral, okay. Yeah. Pretty oh, close, but that's God. some of the stuff I do, you know, like it's, um, and there's no way I know, I don't know Coral, there's no, no. and that's the, the word you really saw. Did you memorize this entire book? And, um, okay, just for the fine, I... I usually do this at the end of the show, but you know, I gave you, I'm really sorry for, again, I did two trips, That's hopefully okay. you made it up, but, mm-hmm. but I gave Nathan something before I started Yes. Yeah. Show. Could you just open it you up? Handed, oh goodness. Can you just you handed me up? a piece of paper Yeah. and it says, Hey, John and Nathan, what? thanks for having me and what? sorry for the unthinkable. Ah! <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Fuck you! I'm leaving! Bye! Wizard! Oh goodness. And it's a, I'm not sure how good that translates on a podcast, no, no, but okay, it's really so, just a trick for you well, guys. People know me well enough to know that I'm not that good of an actor. Okay. Um let me just get close up to the mic and before I kill myself. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, I don't know if we caught this when we recorded earlier in the show, but Chris did hand us two things. 
He handed me a piece of paper that has been on my side of the table throughout the entire episode. He had no way of reaching it unless he hypnotized us. Did you just Bill Cosby us? Is that what happened? <laughs> a little bit. You roofied us and yeah. then you wrote this on a piece of paper. Oh my goodness. Wait, here's... Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> so um, not, I'll, um, check out the show notes for the piece of paper I'm talking about, but yeah. oh my god. Okay, wait, here's where I'm a little confused. And I don't know how much to give away, but you had me draw something earlier, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you had... <laughs> I didn't open it. And you didn't... I, I'm trying to remember if, if I... It, did I close it and put it there without handing it to you? No, I didn't touch it at all. Yeah, because... Yeah. yeah, fuck. You didn't, right? What no. did you hand him? You motherfucker! That, that flower and coral. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a flower with a sun and a, and a ground, and I wrote my friend's name, Coral. Yeah. What? And you did it? I didn't hand this back to you? No, you didn't hand it back to me. That. Where's the... Yeah, so... And like, here's the pen, sorry. No worries. Um, yeah, so uh-huh. that's the kind of thing I do. I mean, I don't do card tricks anymore, but I think this is kind of no. Th- this this is better like, than the card trick. Yeah. I would say this, uh, like this motherfucker. I'm not sure if it's gonna work. <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck you. I okay, like that's what I'm gonna see on dates now. That's like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna have sex with you, <laughs> but uh, where's your pants? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm not even you. kidding. Like I was I wow, was expecting so cool. I was expecting to be impressed, but I wasn't expecting to. I I literally fell on the floor. <laughs> Because I didn't know what to think. I opened up that piece of paper and my guttural reaction was to fall backwards. Yeah, my, my reaction was to get away from you. There's <laughs> no water in this because this is my actual yes, uh, yes, performance. Yes, yes. Like, give you that. Yeah. Give me that. You keep the slip, so I just put it over here. But that's so cool. I'm panicking. I'm losing muscle control. All right. And you didn't write that unthinkable, Nathan. You didn't write that. I didn't write Handwriting's that. consistent, I guess. Oh, God. That's so cool because this is the most unmagical place I can think of. Yeah. This is just Good Hang Studios. It's yeah. just a stupid little room. Yeah. <laughs> and I just witnessed amazing magic I need some water that's kind of fun huh it's really fun <laughs> yeah. wow so like you say you've been doing this on and off kind of since you were 13 yeah um like how okay in a week yeah. how much time do you spend like either crafting tricks or practicing them like how do you even practice them if not with other people yeah For right now it's actually not much because being a sole proprietor you mm-hmm. got most of it's just setting up the Nick show the Nick right. show so like that's why it's fun to come and do these kind of things yeah, with yeah. you guys because I, I can mess around I really have not done a lot of these tricks like, mm. I've not done this it's gonna be big man in, uh, in, in Dude, months yeah so, just, like, it's fine like if you ever want to practice these tricks just fucking call me and you, you know my number already <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I haven't given it to you but you can have it yeah. call me down I'll be on my way to fucking Har- uh, Holland V and we can do magic yeah so it's a lot of like just arranging <laughs> shows and shit now so it's not that fun and that's why I Admin really wanted stuff. to come on yeah and, mm. and I do like Corporate shows are the worst. Cause mm. I can imagine. Like after that, I just go home and shower. And I like, can oh, imagine. You dirty slut, yeah. you doing that kind of trick with no art in mm. it. Like, sweet, sweet paycheck. Yeah, but because you're like performing <laughs> dinner settings and all yeah. that, you can't do a full Darren Brown stage act. Where but hey, man, yeah. like the, how I see corporate gigs is like, I mean, everyone does. Yeah. From musicians mm-hmm. to yeah. actors yep. to magicians, yeah. whatever. We've all done our fair share, yeah. Yeah, yeah. be it like hosting or performing or yeah. whatever. But like, you need to have a certain amount of skill level to yeah. get to the point where people want you, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I, I, I see that as the kind of like light in the tunnel. Yeah. You it's know? a, it's a solid corporate act. I'm very yeah. happy in my corporate act. But the thing is like, it's just not something you feel a lot for, you know, because... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not yeah. artful. It's, it's not it's, artful. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be like the thing where 
um, art critics will watch and go, like, this yeah. is masterful, this yeah. changed my life. This is, it's just yeah. a fun thing for slightly drunk yeah. people to appreciate. Yeah. But, but it's cool, though, because it's the, the alternative to that is having, like, a day job. Yeah, and by for us, that's, you know? that's our paycheck most of the exactly, time for yeah. entertainers mm. doing that kind of thing. Is for sure. Like, the steady paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that's not fun. That's why I'm, I'm really, really hoping that uh, we get a nice ticketed show and people actually want to come and watch us. And I'll be there, yeah, man. I'll, I'll fucking I'll, be there. I'll be the first one And there. that was like the reason why we did the whole YouTube thing was, was yeah. just to raise a bit of awareness. And I mean, we want to continue doing that, but as I said, we're some bigger plans. Hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. So we hopefully. don't want to waste the ideas yet. Yeah. Unless it, if it doesn't come to fruition, we can go back to that whole celebrity sure. mind game. Yeah, I, I, I will say this. Like, the, the, the videos that you guys produce, yeah. like, top-notch, man. Top-notch Thank editing, you. shot very well. Like, the tricks, they're not being muddied by shitty shots and weird editing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very clean look. And, like, it's... There's a lot I don't like about it, but because it's also my first time going on camera, now I'm like, yeah. I, like, I cringe, but... I can see myself improving. Yeah, like, no, yeah. You, yeah. Even then, I was like, so, you feel so yeah. comfortable in camera. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm <laughs> totally uncomfortable. I forgot. I don't even know where to look properly because like, I'm not... What I'm do I do with my hands? Yeah, I'm still used to <laughs> what performing are on stage and like, there's an actual audience there yeah. so yeah. I know what, what's going on but on camera, you know... It's a bit different. And then even crafting the effects on camera it has to be no, different yeah, because yeah, it has yeah. to be a bit more see powerful. now I don't even believe you cut your finger for real in that oh that was, that was real like, no I don't believe anything <laughs> anymore <laughs> I, I really had stitches and like we had to end the there's shit. nothing there Nathan <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing there yeah. uh, speaking of questionable performances yeah. I'm, I always wonder with uh, performers in general yeah. um, what is what was like an example of just a nightmare of a show. A nightmare of a show. Um, oh, wait, if we're going to do this, yeah. is that okay if we go into some fan questions now? Because a lot of these questions were asked oh, as yeah, well. Is that okay? Sure, sure, yeah. shall sure. We, shall we play the music? Yeah. And listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, so what was your question, Nathan? You said uh, yes. what was the worst? This is my personal question. Yeah. Just I'm interested as a performer. Yeah. Um, not the worst that you ever bombed or whatever, mm-hmm. but like just the worst show, be it audience or you or act um, of God, whatever it is. I have been booked for uh, walk around magic, close up magic. Mm-hmm. So you go table to table and then turn up. Oh, it's a stage show right. for half an hour. And I was like, what am I going to do? So I had to literally. Oh, so you were booked for close up. Yeah. But when I got you... there, the guy was like, no, it's a stage act. And then it was okay. crazy. <laughs> so. I mean, I was obviously there, I want, and that was still early days. Like, yeah. now I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but like, and it was early, Bye. so I managed to scramble something together. I mean, it's probably pretty bad, but I mean, I told them, like, if you, you didn't book me for the right show, yeah. you're gonna, yeah, but that was quite a nightmare. To be experienced, yeah. expected. And then uh, on stage, it's a lot of funny things. I feel like I approach my corporate acts more of a stand-up style. Like, I right. do, I feel like I'm doing a stand-up act. Like, so... Because is it, like, more banter involved? It's a lot or, of banter, yeah. so it's... I, that's why I like mentalism so it's it's not really like a performance because I don't know what's going to happen next yeah. like some guy will have different memories you'll pick a different word mm-hmm. you'll think of something else so it's a lot of fun in that way but yeah I mean I didn't I don't really have thank goodness that like uh, I nearly said God thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank goodness uh, thank magic we get yeah. what you mean <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything anything too crazy but yeah that was one yeah. yeah. Well, a similar uh, one of our Twitter yeah. followers, which by the way you can follow us at Good Hang po- uh, Good Hang Podcast. Uh, at Z- uh, his name's Zen. He asks, yeah. "What is the weirdest gig you have ever done? Weirdest gig? Um, Anything you can think of that comes to mind? I think what do you call that? Uh, when someone's gonna get married, like it's like towards a bachelor like a, party, a yeah, wedding for, for girls, bachelor um, party, hens, 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 hens night. Yeah, night. like I did a couple of shows there. It's like 
so like uh, I do an act called the question and answer act. So okay. people dump in questions, I get blindfolded and uh. I, I answer them. And one of her questions were, um, was, uh, what color underwear am I wearing? And Classy. The, the answer was, you're not wearing any. Boom. Yeah. But it's one of those, it's that kind of show. Yeah. And you could tell because she had sex in her eyes. No, no, no the dick straw hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. That will do it. <laughs> so wait, you go to them, you go to like wherever they're having their hands there or you go to their house. It's actually, How did that like, like it was a house party. So like there was right. like 40 people there. It's one of the, the expats and like, you know, ah, I gotcha. You would do well at a hands night. I feel you'd, you'd leave there a much happier person. Anyway, um, <laughs> next question. Well, a lot of people are asking if you could do a magic trick with audio. And I feel like that's pretty yep, well that's, covered. That has been done. <laughs> okay. I'm let's still get shaking a little bit. Let's I know. I don't even know how you're continuing talking. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. Fuck. Okay. Um, uh, at Agnes Ang um, asks, oh, let's just get this out of the way. How much are school fees at Hogwarts? And don't lie about being a wizard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wish I would go to Hogwarts. Which, which, which um, how do you, are you into Harry Potter at all? Yeah. Which house do you think you'd be in? This is something I always wonder. Hmm. I'm not, I'm not into it enough in? to know. Like, no? I, I don't know the differences between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Oh, the rain yeah. yeah I don't know I feel like I'd be a card carrying uh, Ravenclaw anyway yeah. <laughs> is, is, uh, I, have, I have a question um, loosely based on that mm -hmm. is there like a Hogwarts equivalent um, yes. in Singapore not in Singapore not in but Singapore. in uh, Vegas there is this magician Jeff McBride mm. he has mystery schools so ah. professional magicians go there and um, he'll give you consultations okay. on how to improve your act is there like a full time course though because like like you know there's a day. clown college right yeah, 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 yeah. it's, not, it's not like clown college mm. but um, it's one of those consulting where they'll watch your entire act and prove it from there have you yeah. done anything like that um, I mean, like, I, I don't really get magic direction, but I get more theater, theatrical and acting mm -hmm. direction because I'm not trained in that sense. So, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like staging stuff, stand here, put that prop there, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. So that, that, that's the thing that's always yeah. fascinated me. Like, for the most part, magicians are hyperly obsessive people that just sit in their rooms all day and like practice the same trick yeah. over and over again yeah. to try to get it perfect. And this is usually the archetype of a lot of like... Um, for lack of a better word, like nerdy antisocial type. Oh, you absolutely. Know? Very and geeky. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, it it's, a very, very it's a very yeah. geeky hobby. Yeah. And like most um, art forms tend to have that um, certain level of, of obsession tacked yeah. onto it, you know. Um, but especially for magic. Yeah, it's a very, very, very geeky community. Yeah, because like, I feel like you, yeah. can't, you can't fake um, execution. Because yeah. I think with music, say if someone was just very inherently inherently talented but didn't practice that much, yeah. he could still pull off pull off yeah. a, de a decent set. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel with magic, no one is like like talent won't cut it. You know, you still yeah. have to practice exactly how your hand is going to move, yeah. like the audience interactions, things like mm -hmm. that. It's something that you need to practice. So it, that balance has always fascinated me between like that very antisocial way yeah. of the practice of it yeah but the execution needs to be like you need to be the brightest shining star in the room yeah you know so like i mean magic for me like <clears throat> i always didn't really have a lot of confidence as a kid so magic was that icebreaker right like, hey do you want to see something cool like mm. as in that's why i stopped doing that now <laughs> right because like i feel like i don't want to go back there you know like so it's actually a lot of magicians started off like that yeah and that's why when magicians hang out you realize everyone have this like we all have the same sense of humor we all and <laughs> magicians all tend to be into stand-up comedy too so yeah, like yeah, yeah. everyone listens to the same guy we I all like, is. yeah it's everyone has the same tastes and same humor like we can laugh about hack magic lines yeah, you know yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing so 
it's a very like if you hang out with it's, it's all it's comic books uh skill based games or just talking about moves for hours and and magicians love to argue about origins of mm. see of uh, different secrets and yeah. oh, because it's very that. very serious like i mean let's say you want to publish something you can't just say i invented it you have yeah. to actually check your source material and like, even yeah. where you got inspiration from which is similar to comedians because you can't yeah. like because yeah. people are i'm sure in magic meter are often accused of stealing tricks yeah. is that yeah. a thing that happens yeah. just but like it's kind of yeah. weird though because um they sell magic now, right? So yes. like you can buy magic off websites. They sell jokes as well? Yeah. yeah. So really? like um, if you're, if a trick is sold on a website, you have rights to perform it exactly mm. in terms of patter and delivery. Mm. You can follow it to the T. But I mean, it's a, like even the tricks that we do, a lot of it is marketed, but we just change the presentation for yeah. it. Right. Which hopefully is enough art today, you know, to get away with it. Yeah, but I I think it's understandable that magicians would be very like simpatico with the stand up comedy mm-hmm. side of things here yeah, because it's very they're very similar art forms where yeah. like you can't return to stage with the exact same thing for the same audience you know as opposed to say being a band or a singer that's so interesting you would say that because I always think it's actually the opposite where that I think magicians correct me if I'm wrong but I think magicians and comedians like have to have their have their bits like so nailed out yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly they, they, specific they have to have their bits but the level of innovation it, yes yeah. the level of innovation that these artists need to go through it's it's almost like a hyperdrive because mm. of musicians you just have to churn it out like shit out one good little nugget of gold and you can sing that t- till the day you die you know mm. and people would be people just have. as hyped yeah, and people will be just as hyped. But with co- comedians or magicians... But actually, I think like, it's changing because like, mm. you see in like um, a lot of uh, comedians now, they come out and they do their encore and they just... And people request. Yeah. People request mm. bits. Like, yeah. do that bit. They're like, and then like, what's his name? Ah, uh, the really clean, tall comedian. What's his name? Ah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. He'll just be like, oh, what bit you want to hear? That's the voice he does. What's yeah. this guy's name? That's going to piss me off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He's really tall. He kind of looks like a... Brian Regan. Magic! Magic! <laughs> he read your mind. <laughs> no, you did the voice. Yeah, it's like, what's going on what's here? Going on the here? show ponies. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing, yeah. though, because he'll be like, all right, what jokes? Do-? Oh, he'll be like, he's normal yeah. voice. All right, what jokes do you want to hear? They'll yell, like, Hot Pockets, which is Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. I'm yeah. whatever. But they'll say, like, the one about the horse. Oh, yeah, I was on a horse. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just goes into it. I, yeah. That's so interesting. But, but, but for the most part, like, every time they, 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 they go out on a new tour, they just have a whole new... If, if you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Louis C.K. will every yes, year yes. have a new one. It's yeah. always a new thing. Like, for example, if if you did the exact same act, like the, the whole um, uh, book thing again, yeah. I'd still be impressed, but I, we won't have the similar kind yeah, of like... Yeah. <laughs> but actually, like if you go to watch Penn and Teller yeah. or David Copperfield, they do the same show for the last 10 years. Yeah, like a Vegas Like they just show. throw in like 20% more new bits. That makes yeah. sense. Or like yeah, you yeah. rotate things. Like, no, I would still... Like, if it was two different words... Two different people, and I'd still be pretty impressed. No, but I mean, like for us, I, I I get my new act by just adding like twenty percent or thirty percent every year, and eventually uh, it turns into it, a new it, act. Like, yeah, because yeah, that makes sense. it's a lot of work okay. to rewrite everything. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. Um, on that note, uh, at Alicia Tan asks, "What is one trick that you absolutely love? Something mm. you like to perform, or, or one trick that you really enjoy to, to see?" Um, I love watching uh, Penn and Teller's um, look simple. Okay. Have you seen it? So, no, I don't think so. Uh, the look symbol? No, it called it's called looks simple. simple. Looks okay. simple. Yeah. So it's just Penn playing stand up bass mm. and um Teller just lighting his cigarette, putting it underground. Okay. And then after that Teller uh Penn goes into a whole thing about how 
um, that looks simple but not really. Let's show it to you from behind. And then he does all these crazy sleight of hand actually when you were just watching a simple bit. I gotta yeah. watch that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's okay. And, 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 yeah, and when I, I, yeah, so I was gonna say, just yeah, sorry, when I was yeah. in middle school, people said I looked simple. Yeah. <laughs> I, anyway. I I personally love Penn and Teller. Like, yeah. if, if any of you guys have the time, look them up. Be it on their own Foolish show or their old SNL bits or whatever it is they did with the they have they've had like seventy shows yeah. over the course of the last two decades. Um, the stuff that they yeah. do, yeah. it's amazing because they they don't just perform magic. Yeah. They love breaking it down. Yeah. They love like going back to its origins and everything is philosophical. Yes, so, so like um, they have this trick called TSA. Mm. So they they actually get uh, Teller to walk into a metal detector yeah. and it beeps mm-hmm. and they're like oh what, what's that and he hands them a metal bill of rights it's ah. like oh let me hand you and they actually sell it at their show so you can if you're a libertarian or whatever you can yeah, go yeah, through yeah, TSA yeah, yeah. and Americans say hey, give me the rights yeah. let me give you my rights and then they yeah, search yeah. you because I think that's the fault. that's brilliant yeah, yeah. The all of their acts are, yeah. every single one of their acts are rooted in like an ideological stance that either one of them has or yeah. a political stance well, like, you know, just like which is brilliant. I mean, that great. it makes it deeper. Yeah. Like, so I remember much. their appearance in the West Wing. I can tie oh, yeah, anything to West Wing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one of my favorite things. Where they burned an American flag inside in the, the Bill House, of Rights. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and it became the whole purpose of the episode, which was really cool. It really got me thinking. Yeah. I love their upside down act. They did oh, on SNL. SNL. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that nowadays because yeah. it's two HD. Yeah, but <laughs> like back in 1979, I think yeah. when they did it, they basically did an entire routine where the gimmick was that they would have objects float in the air. Mm-hmm. But turns out they were doing the entire act upside down on an upside down set. But that wasn't revealed. Like the the live audience was fully aware. Yeah. But the TV audience had no idea. But like I feel like if you were to film that bit today, like with the HD camera instance, and your face just swelling up, (laughs) because the whole thing about it was that like it was so like lo-fi that you couldn't tell. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. I have a question. Hey, this is not one of the. uh, But my question is, what am I? (laughs) This is. I might say I feel kind of stupid now. One of my favorite movies is The Prestige. Okay. What have you seen that movie? That's Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale, Mm -hmm. directed by Christopher Nolan. How? Is that like? Is that something you were interested in? Is that like like teleportation? It like as a mo- like. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on the movie about magician as a magician yourself? Like, is it like? Mm, it's pretty cool. It just I, inter- I like, liked it. Yeah. Do you view it like? Do you think you have like a particular different kind of insight versus? Mm. Or is it just you feel like you just? It's, I just watched it like a layman. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good I love movie. That movie. Yeah, it's a really good. David show. Bowie was great in it. He was. Yeah, Rest right. in peace. But I remember my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments in that movie is where they were like trying to, pro- yeah. they were trying to copy this one old Chinese guy's trick mm-hmm. of like the appearance of a fishbowl. Yeah. And like when he was just practicing at home and he just, uh, Hugh Jackman had like a blanket over it and he turns out he was carrying the fishbowl between his legs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so clever and so yeah. simple. And it's actually a real secret. Yeah, I yeah, can imagine. A, I can imagine. Like committing your life to yeah. an act. Yeah, committing your act to be a limping guy, but yeah. really it's just so you can pull off this one trick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's. Hmm. Some, and I mean that's uh, like magic when people ask me how do you do it the reason why I don't want to tell is not because I would tell you but it's just artistically not nice of course like if it's yeah. very, it's a, if it's a great secret I'll tell you and that's why that's the whole point of Penn and Teller's Cups and Balls because the secret <laughs> for the Cups and Balls are so it's so brilliant the sleight of hand the misdirection that's the whole point of the act because people some people don't get it mm. like why are they telling the secret but that's the whole point of the act to tell you the secret is so beautiful that's mm. what that I, I exactly yeah. that's what I'm interested in yeah. I'm interested in, in like 
Yeah, how it was developed, I guess. Mm. Like, the, the, I mean, as I guess, how, if, you may, if I may ask, how, how old are you? I'm 27. So we're yes. close to the same yeah. age. Uh, yeah. Like, because I grew up, like, when I was, like, a teenager watching yeah. the, the, the Masked Magician reveal yeah, yeah. secrets and stuff. Is that something you watched growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Because we must have been. 13, I learned a 14. lot from that show. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So it's like, do you ever watch the show? The guy with the black mask with the white stripes? Yeah. 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 But and okay, like, it's what? like, in the end, I'm going to reveal who I am. Yeah. Just some, just yeah. a dude. Just a dude. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. That's what I mean. It's just like, it was just like, oh, that's where the smoke, literal smoke yeah. and mirrors are. And that's how that works. I find that so interesting. But as a magician, like, what did you think of something like that existing? Mm. Like having that information be available to... I mean, it w- and granted, you must have been like 12 or 13 yeah, when if he started hearing it. I mean, if he, vent- if he invented all of that, it's fine. But he didn't. And that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Like if he did come up with all of those tricks, I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. Who am I to say? And that's what yeah. Penn and Teller do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean... He didn't, and he's just a whistleblower. Yeah, and some people like depend on that. They do those tricks, and it's their rice bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, bread and butter, and then like, like Asian. (laughs) So like, um, yeah, that it's it wasn't good. It was terrible for magic. Yeah, but really, because I'm I'm curious because I was wondering because it's been over a decade now. Because he like in the last episode, he was like, the reason I did this was to push magicians to reinvent. It's all bullshit, right? It's just just for him to make millions of dollars. Yeah, Yeah, because. As as time goes on, like the <clears throat> oh voice, <clears throat> as time goes on, the amount of information we have available to us is just like mind boggling, mm-hmm. and the demand for that information just always increases. Yeah. So I feel like these show creators, they saw an opportunity. They were like, you have hundreds and you have millions of people asking these questions, and they're left unanswered or yeah. they're not answered in a good way. So they decided to exploit that hole. But it's more so like. What is it to be said of like having the last vestige of like the past where, for example, say 20 years ago, if you're having an argument with friends Mm -hmm. and like say, um, which country did Heineken originate from, you know, whatever, which city did Heineken originate from? Like we would spend a whole night debating on that shit. Whereas today we just go like, beep, boop, beep. Oh, it's from wherever you said, Copenhagen, whatever. Like it could be answered (laughs) in an instant, you know? But I feel like with magic, so much of the beauty lies in, at least for myself, I watch it and I go like, I don't know how he did that. I'll probably never know unless I looked it up right now. Magnets. Or, <laughs> magnets. Yeah. magnets. Or, or, or unless this person told me. And there's something like very oddly charming about that or just having that um, stealing from Pete Holmes, that sense of being impregnated with wonder, <laughs> you know, yeah. like th- th- there's something about that that I find very nice and quaint that we are lacking of a lot nowadays because mm-hmm. nowadays like no matter what the fuck it is i want to yeah. know i can find out yeah. I, I i might not understand it fully but yeah. i'll be able to give an explanation to somebody yeah. and sound like i know what i'm saying yeah. but with magic there's still that beauty that very old world beauty of a lot of the secrets that like today the stuff i've showed you is super old secrets mm. dressed up i can imagine yeah dressed up in new newer props mm-hmm. and newer presentation yep. styles but it's all just really all secrets mm. yep. and I think that's the art of deception mm. just sometimes being so simple and blatant mm-hmm. and in your face that you don't see it at all like that kind of change blindness mm-hmm. in psychology that's, that's like, so yeah. cool yeah. yeah so sometimes the best secrets that we or the best tricks that we do the secrets are the easiest mm. like I've, I've, there are tricks that I see online and go how the mm. heck did they do that I buy it it comes, yeah, I can't perform it at all because it's just impossible. It works for a 15-second Instagram video. Uh, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, so... But w- w- Sorry, if you can get into it a little bit, like, what makes it that you can't do it? Is it, like, there's too many things? Is it too difficult? Is it too many things that you need? Like, what do you mean when you say you can't do it? Um, 
it's just too angry. It doesn't work. Gotcha. Uh, right, right, it doesn't right. work in the real world. Um, mm. Yeah, it works on camera. Yeah, or yeah. like the gimmick is not. It just yeah, you got to strap it to your body and <laughs> wires running. And, like you can't walk a table to table gig with right. wires going through your body and stuff like that. Like right. so, it's not real world workable. Gotcha. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get into a couple more questions. And uh, do you have anything else you want to show us today? Or uh, no, we're good. Yeah. All right, let's get into some questions. Is that we wants us to think? What? All oh, right, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'm still super curious about the phone number thing, but yeah. we'll we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see here. Super curious. Uh, at Alicia Tan asks, uh, "How did you decide what you were doing?" Oh, yeah, I skip that. Yeah. Have you ever thought of changing careers? Mm. Yeah, the first part of the question was, "How did you decide to become a magician?" I've talked about it. Is, no, like in moving back mm. here, like I mean, the money and you know, all that's good doing this, but mm. it's just the stability of being a sole proprietor and mm. magic. I mean, like if I was a musician. For example, I feel there's a bit more legitimacy there compared to like in especially yeah. in Singapore, you know. Well, I, th- I think yeah. in any kind of performing arts yeah. in general, if you are functioning like that solely in Singapore, yeah. um, there is a slight flimsiness when it yeah. comes to it, because um, I recall back during the financial uh, during the financial crisis yeah. in two thousand eight, right? Just arts and entertainment was, was the first thing to yeah. go out the door because yeah, sure. we are and very right, so. yeah. Yeah. we're very yeah, dispensable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very dispensable. Um, it doesn't. Like most companies don't even bother budgeting that yeah. kind of stuff. It's more of like, oh, do we have extra five thousand dollars? All right, yeah. let's put up a show then. Like I remember during that one and a half to two year period, yeah. just no corporate gigs. Yeah. Very few corporate yeah. gigs. Either if there were corporate gigs, they were paying peanuts. Yeah, like nothing compared to like today or yeah. like years before two thousand and eight. Yeah. So it's like there's always that level of flimsiness where it's like it, it can never be a reliable source of income, yeah. but I mean, of course, it's great that you're making hay while yeah. the sun is shining. Yeah. Um, but it's also the kind of thing where like, you want to build up those skills, make yeah. sure you put your feelers out there, like you said with the whole yeah. the YouTube thing. Yeah. You, know? you don't. I mean, just... like right now, like that. A lot of times, like, should I just switch and get a regular job and do mm-hmm. this on the side? And then when I go into YouTube, I see what's good. Yeah. Especially in Singapore, yeah. and like you feel like you can contribute more yeah, to it. Yeah. Surely you can, especially Instagram and like. I need to up my Instagram game. It's terrible. I don't even touch my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But like Instagram really bores the shit out of me. Like yeah. especially in, everyone's a blogger. Yeah. And everyone has an email there for something, some talent. That I'm I wearing don't know. this thing yeah. from that. Come and buy it. Yeah. Enter the discount code. Fuck me. Get yeah. the hole. And, and the thing is like, like that, yeah. Some of them I don't even know. Like, I mean, if you're a big star, fine. Like, if you're like Ben, Narelle, all of them, like, yeah. they, it's their job. Like, being mm. mainstream, that's part of the job. Mm. Oh, it's raining. Oh, <laughs> dude, what have you brought upon <laughs> us? <laughs> what have you brought upon us, Chris? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they even heard Jesus that. Jesus isn't happy. I don't even know if you heard that. In the I mics. could hear it. I could hear it. Okay. We'll yeah. see. So, like, yeah, when I go on Instagram and I look at people like that who are making a living from this, I think, yeah. and I'm like, surely I can do better, right? Like, yeah. I'm surely I'm doing something. Half yeah. decent, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. what they say. Um, oh, I forgot who said it. It's just like the. I think yeah. One of my uh, heroes. I think it was um, Matt Besser. One of my improv heroes was just saying like, be undeniable. Like, just be so good yeah. that you have to be. You can't be denied. That's yeah. something I aim for too. Because I'm always like thinking the same thing. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like, how how do I get uh, X amount of followers? How do yeah. I get these jobs? How do I get to where I want to get? And the trick is just be fucking good. Be the guy. Yeah. Be the guy that if be like the if they need somebody, you're the first person that comes to mind. If they need entertainment for whatever or if they need someone to like blow a couple of minds and wet yeah. a few pants 
Christopher's yeah. guy you call, man. Yep. Yeah, thank goodness we're doing that. Like, this was our second time on TV, and I, like the first time I never thought I'd go on national TV. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, oh, oh, yeah although it's show. just Channel 5, I know no one watches TV, but yeah, it's still, people yeah, watch yeah, it. but it's still something that hey, it's kind of cool I'm going on TV. And yeah. I just, hey, but, but the way yeah. you get, because you have a promo now on your yeah. YouTube channel and like it's slick, it's edited, it's, it's easy to consu- uh, consume. I think yeah. it's pretty good. So What do I know? But still, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> with the real job, I mean, probably I eventually will have to do a real job but or something, I don't know. But for now, let's just take it as it goes. That's my, my thinking. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, wait till you turn 30. Yeah, that's 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 the shitty part though. Like, cause I'm catching up. Like, yeah, thirty is close. I just turned thirty, and I'm just yeah. like, what am I doing? Yeah. No, it sucks when but, everyone yeah. is like when you're with your friends, you're sitting down, and everyone's talking about like houses, the like, cars, the kids. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so far away from that. It's not even yeah. that funny, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, man, we're performers. Yeah. That's not our. Yeah. We're kind of we're kind of stunted in that way, where mm-hmm. like we don't worry about those things because we're worried about like. Yeah. where am I performing at in yeah. four months time kind of mm-hmm. thing you know? it's a completely different road man we took a different road it's okay and it's we, okay. we that's what we knew getting into it it's sometimes okay. it's, it's, it's it's okay but judging from what I've seen just in the world mm-hmm. and what I've just saw in front of my fucking face today god damn it yeah, yeah I you're the least like, I, I worry none for you it's, it's, I'm scared though. Like, eh, it's scary. I, I worry it's, none for you. Like, you you have yeah. you have the skills you have like the package you know, like you sell it well, and you know, the, the, I guess thank you. <laughs> no, it's it's, yeah. it's the kind of thing where it's like it. You watch, say for example, if you just watch a really good musician, mm-hmm. you know, you can't guarantee that person is going to be like number one in the charts, yeah. but you know that that person is going to make a solid living just from yeah. doing that one thing because he or she is so good at it. And I feel like that's you with magic. You know, you can never guarantee somebody like, oh, he's going to be a viral success, yeah. mm-hmm. or like in two weeks' time he's going to have a video that's going to hit five billion views and yeah. it's going to carry him for the rest of his life. No, but for the most part, you can kind of tell when someone's got it or not. You know? yeah. yeah, but it's scary though. It's so scary. It's a terrifying yeah. skill that you have. Like, it's, yeah, I'm, like I mean, talking to like people who are art. In the art scene yeah. and not magicians, it's really cool because everyone's struggling yeah. with that. It's not like everyone's it's a nice magician. To know, yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> nice to know everyone's thinking about that, yeah. but we yeah. just gotta uh, yeah. decide. Yeah, that's inter- that segues nicely into this question from at Barry Bryant. He says, uh, uh, "Speaking uh, regarding your magic tricks, uh, do you find that they are applicable in everyday life? And so how? Mm. I, I guess what he's saying is that cause, so I do, yeah. I do. I'm an actor. Yeah. I do a lot of improv, and yeah. I find that." improv in my life really helps because like i it forces me to listen better and to really yeah. be present and to be in the moment is there anything like that that you feel like um, you I already said you don't use it to pick up chicks so. yeah, no but it helps me read people good mm. yeah like um reading situations of people if you know someone is bored or mm. you have to change topics or even just normal conversational skills yeah. you know where to take direction into and, that's cool and there's something yeah. really um nice about that when you're with someone who has that kind of energy even if you know that's part of their personality because like some people might be like oh you're playing me but I think mm-hmm. no it's just like you're a real good human being that's why like the, the, the strange remind me to never play poker with you <laughs> fuck that oh yeah I play a lot of poker so yes yeah. I, I, I wanted to get into yeah. that before the episode ended yeah. you have a history of poker yeah I you, play a lot of poker yes yeah. you have a history of poker um, can you explain real quick? Like, yeah, exactly. Because in doing research on you, that's like, I, I heard in your interviews and stuff, I hear a lot of magicians' names dropping. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. And then I hear you drop poker players' names. I'm like, what? Mike Matisau. Yeah. Dale- <laughs> yeah. So like, like, these people, these people I know. But it's also slightly confusing because there is a Canadian poker player named Negranu. Chris Kwong. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So he actually, like, uh, some of his caches on his, um, on his, I can't remember what 
poker profile thing. Yeah. Like you got, you can search mm. yeah, some yeah, of yeah. mine. Like because I came it's the in same like, spelling and everything. Yeah, so I came yeah. in third or fourth in some Sydney tournament, <laughs> and, then, and then like I'm like, no, he didn't win. Come in that, it was me. That's yeah, me, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. So like now, super. I I mean, when I was 18, I got into the game, and then I go to Vegas so much. Like every other year at that point, mm, just to nice. go and watch Magic sure. and hang out with friends. And then uh, I was hanging out with um, Joe Seabock, who is actually Barry Greenstein's son. Do you know Barry? He's a no. professional poker player. And then I managed to... I went on their podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, did a couple of things for like all these big poker players, which yeah. I saw on TV. Don't run yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing. And then it was, it was so much fun. Yeah. And I just play a bunch of poker. But I don't use any magic skills or anything. But I just not, really... Not at all. Like, there's none of what you... Like even the perception that doesn't apply um, to poker? Nope. Not at all because uh, like most of it it's not like you know when you hear people tells and all that there is a little bit in live poker but at the end of the day it's still betting, betting patterns. patterns yeah so it's all betting patterns yeah that's but what I was going to say yeah. I, I, my, I'm sorry but my yeah. mind just cannot connect those things together because you you were able to foresee <laughs> what word John was about to flip on a fucking 800 page book I know it's not real yeah. but like there had to be some way that you knew yeah. that was gonna happen yeah, so you, like how does that not apply to you not yeah, knowing can't what you, card is I don't understand yeah why can't you play poker and be like I have two aces of spades I win <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like more, it's more so like how can you not just be able to because tell because this is not real exactly. this yeah, goes back to because you can't real, give yeah. a fucking book to yeah. your players I know real, it's not yeah. real but like this. I, I, but, like, but the question see the question that's the beautiful part of magic yeah, yeah. it's driving me insane and I love it but yeah but like it's interesting we talk about poker because yeah. now you're speaking my language is that yeah. I, I, I play I mean I yeah. pl- I, I I'm not I, I dabble, I, dabble. Yeah. I don't play like as much as I used to or as much yeah. as I want to because I usually play online yeah me too and it's banned here and, and now it's banned son of a bitch um, but I played a game with some friends and like real 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 fucking fish yeah. like really didn't know what they were doing because yeah. the idea is like when you talk about tells it's not like you stop breathing or whatever there's like little, thing, little things like you can tell that they feel secure in their hand or if they're nervous. Like, those are the things that yeah. I tell. And it was so easy to read these people that's, that's that I can't right. imagine how it's... I nice. have, like, a couple, like... I mean, it's very well-known. It's not just my... Yeah. Like, but there are some tells which, in the live setting, is always correct. Yeah, like, the, like the, when they when they sit up like this There's or, like, one if they that lean back. They will always touch the chips and then they check. Yeah. It's always weak. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but it's... 100% because they're 100% always because they're always yeah. either subconsciously or consciously trying to fool you it's like oh this motherfucker I'm coming for them with my yeah. 2-4 yeah, <laughs> yeah here you go eat shit with my my aces yeah no and that's why I can't stand it when players there's some players so like if they're in the big blind they'll sit and watch everyone yeah. the, and then they're looking because I'm like you're not seeing any fucking thing like, <laughs> yeah, like there's nothing you are seeing you're like yeah I mean, but yeah, poker is a lot of fun. I just like the game. The, I yeah, love it. The, it's such a great game. Yeah, like the mental battles that go on. It's a well-designed game. Though. Yeah, and yeah. still the luck factor. So it hits the yeah the gambling. Yeah, side when you hit yeah. uh, hit that river card, yeah. when you need that one card and you get it, yeah. there's like not a better feeling, except for maybe reading the fucking word unthinkable on a piece of paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is gonna bother me for the rest of my life. I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm, like how? What, what do you even Google to figure this out? Like it's, oh, it's gonna bother. I don't know, so Nathan. Well. It's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. It's unknowable, and that's the best part of everything. Uh, we're gonna put this right there. Bam. Yes. Frame it. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> um, how long have we gone? I have no idea. Time um, is one hour twenty. Yeah. yeah, we we can we can wrap it in a second. Cool. Um, it's been fun, man. Like, yeah, man. Thank it's you so been much. Really for coming fun. Down. Just talking with you guys. I I, it's, I still for the life of me, I'm so fascinated by this phone number thing. Yeah. I can show it to you after the show. Yeah, because it's not really... It's a trick which you could find online. Okay, cool. It doesn't play well. Yeah, but it's it's a cool trick. 
cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So none of you are going to find out any phone numbers today. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, but yes, if you want to look for Chris and all his various activities, do you have Twitter? I don't. I couldn't uh, find I, you I, I have Twitter, but I barely use it. Like, okay. Right. Yeah. Well, follow him on Instagram. Yeah. At- my, I'll, I will start posting more, I promise. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm going to get into the hashtag daily magic thing. I'm going to get a camera. I'm going to start that. Nice. So. And where can they find you on Instagram? Uh, ChrisKwong.mr. All right. Yeah. So uh, also, go. subscribe to his Facebook page. Actually, all these things are going to be in the show notes. So please yeah. check out the show notes. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. Ch- uh, watch Not the Five Show. Yep. Or ch- check it out on Toggle. Or if they upload. It's, they're fucking confusing. They upload on Toggle and YouTube. Then yep, what's the yep. point of having Toggle? And Toggle is the worst platform ever just whatever. like us on Facebook <laughs> yeah we are confident yeah All like right. it there good awesome shit awesome. man I hope we didn't go too far in different tangents no 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 point to the well, show well no right? see yeah. like yeah. this is That's probably the least tangent I was gonna say yeah. episode because even when we went on tangents they yeah. were still similar magical tangents yeah Usually our tangents are like, oh, let's talk about the recent financial crisis. Yeah. And then we start talking about porn bloopers. Yeah, yeah. it happens. It's those kind of tangents. But I love like uh, the Joe Rogan stuff. Like they would go watch, yeah, yeah, yeah. They watch the internet during the thing. <laughs> yeah, they're and they're smoking there. up. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. yeah well, he's got millions of subscribers yeah. and like, he's fine. Support. Yeah, he's fine. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, God. Right. Uh, so uh, before we end each show, uh, we, we have the, the guest say, our, our sign off phrase okay thanks for, thanks for the hang alright thanks for the hang boys hey yes we got it fucking magic peace fucking magic everyday <laughs> that was fun that was fun thank you for doing that I'll be- you motherfuckers